Hey there, it's Katie Newman with the Total Wellness Collaborative. Thanks for tuning in. I'm here with Sarah Pedre, who is Director of Forsyth County Community Connection. Welcome, Sarah. Hi, thank you for having me. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, well, I live here in Forsyth County. Uh, I have for the past uh, 14 years. I have um, kids that go to Forsyth County schools. I have a daughter at um, Sawney Elementary, a son at Liberty, and another daughter at West Forsyth High School. So wow, uh, so you've yeah. got one of every like, uh, yes. age group. Yep, yeah, uh, three different schools, and of course they're in extra activities, so it's it's fun. It's, it's a wow. lot of places at once. And you're a director of a nonprofit. How yes. do you keep this all together? Uh, well, I don't. Not all the time. <laughs> so, like, right now, don't look at my kitchen. I have sink, you know, the dishes in the sink. But, yeah, I just try try to do the best we can, um, and that's that's all we can do. So. Well, thank you for being human. <laughs> of course. Like, honestly. So, tell us about Forsyth County Community Connection for those people listening that don't know about it. Sure. Okay. So, um, we are actually part of the Georgia Family Connection Partnership. So, it's a statewide network. There's one of me in every um, county, but we all kind of operate a little bit differently based on the needs of the community uh, because Forsyth County is going to look a lot differently than Hall County or Cherokee or Dawson. Um, So it's a great um, way to have um, statewide resources, but really be able to operate on a local level. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. so we have um, several initiatives that we're working on right now, um, foster care being one of them. Um, so we work closely with DFACS and um, really trying to support the current foster families that we have and also recruit uh, new homes. And then we also have an initiative to train 5% of the adult population um, to prevent child sexual abuse. So, Wow, those are pretty lofty initiatives. Tell me why that's important for Forsyth County because a lot of times we don't think that that happens here. Well, sure, and that's, that's really a, um, a lot of what it is about is to um, – to get the word out that this is happening, people want to put blinders on, and um, and it's a hard thing to talk about, but the more we talk about it, um, the better it's going to be, the more awareness that we have over it. As far as with foster care, uh, right now, 60% of the kids that come into care are still placed outside of the county. Wow. So what? Why do you think that is? Well, you know, there's, there's, def- there's different um, variables with that, but um, when a child is taken, this is a traumatic thing for them. So they're not only being taken away from their homes, they're being taken away from their schools, their friends, and, um, and it also makes visitation harder. So we're really trying to um, help support the current families that we have so they continue to be foster families and then also bring in new ones that already have this kind of support network around. We have monthly support meetings for caregivers of children in care, um, and this can be relatives that are taking care of um, kids in care, but also um, foster homes. We're actually also starting an adoptive support um, system, and so it's really just trying to um, wrap you know wrap around these families and these children that are that are going through this wow that's so huge and i know that um when we were looking at the um amount of students that are in foster care right now like in the school system it is a large percentage um larger than a larger number than i thought but um it's important to know that like at least they're here they're staying here um for those that can so those are the pressing issues that that Forsyth County Community Connection sees right now in our community. Is that kind of the main initiatives that Forsyth County Community Connection does, or are there other ones? Uh, well, so right now those are the two big ones, but we also we hold collaborative meetings. So we work um, closely with the juvenile courts, and um, August through May we meet monthly um, with child and family welfare stakeholders. And so these are going to be school social workers, um, other nonprofits. We'll bring in service providers, uh, and then we'll bring in a presenter, someone that has a benefit in children family services. It could be a um, program provider, it could be um, different insurance company, whatever it is, but just to kind of shed light on an area that's helping children and families in our community. Okay, thank you. And then tell us, what can we do to help? Those people who are listening, a lot of listeners to this podcast are parents in the community. 
nonprofit leaders, uh, school employees. What can we do to help? How can we get involved? Absolutely. Well, so um, easy ways would be, you know, volunteering. Um, we have these monthly meetings. We always need volunteers to help um, take care of the kids. If you go to justserve.org, there's actually um, lots of different opportunities to give back to the community with lots of different organizations. So it's really great. You can kind of see, can my kids come to this? Is this something just for adults? But justserve.org is a great resource for um, lots of um, community service opportunities. Um, other things that we can do, if not everyone's cut out to be a foster parent or a foster you know, family, but there's ways you can be a respite family where you can just kind of take the kids you know, and give those foster families a break. Um, we have training events that you can come help out with. If you own a business or an organization and you want to give free car washes to you know, foster families, any little bit just to kind of let you know, these um, families know that as a community we're here to help in any way that we can. Um, I think we- that's important because when you take on that that responsibility of being a foster home, there's a lot of things that you have to go through, a lot of hoops that you have to go through. Yes. So anytime a community can wrap themselves around these families that are supporting the kids, it it's more sustainable housing for them because that family will feel more support and the burden will be a little lighter. Absolutely. Yes. It, it takes a village. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. yeah. And there's, um, you mentioned that they can go to justserve.org, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Um, and they can volunteer for a lot of other organizations, not just for South County Community Connection on that website if they just type in their zip code. Absolutely. Right? It'll show lots of different opportunities in the area. So it's and, a great yeah. resource. And then we have the monthly meetings where volunteers can come and support they can serve the meal they can they can provide child care mm-hmm. for um, the kids while the parents do go to their support um, their you know their support meeting yep and then um, we also have a big fundraising event coming yes, up. Yes, yes, so we do. Glad you that. mentioned it. So we have um, our annual Jingle Jog, which is a 5K. It actually will um, take place right before the Christmas parade. So it's a wonderful family opportunity. You can come run for a great cause and then stay and watch the parade. It's going to be on Saturday, December 7th, right across from the fairgrounds. We'll actually be running up um, towards Central High School where the parade will be starting. And then so it's an out and back race. And last year we had about 500 runners. We'll probably have that again this year. And so that's just a really fun time. Um, you can dress up so if you're not a fast runner you might get a prize for you know looking like the best santa or christmas tree (laughs) so uh, it's just a really fun way to um, get the community involved that is awesome and i know because the date is december 7th i know a lot of listeners are inquiring Man, that is the same time as the SEC championship. <laughs> it is, it is. Um, but but tell us what you're going to do for us, well, Sarah. We, you know what? We will have a TV there. The game will be on. Um, so no excuses. You still can come out. And also we feel like this is going to have people run maybe their fastest time because they'll be ready to get back and watch the rest of the game. Uh, but we will have that on so you won't miss anything. Um, but, yes, that's just a little it's a little snag, but not nothing huge. Nothing big. <laughs> no. I know. And I know a few people have even said they're going to put their earbuds in right. and listen to <laughs> the game as they run absolutely and then head back in for some hot chocolate and watch the rest of the game or maybe stay for the for the county parade absolutely so there's a lot of great things that that the jingle jog could offer for a family if they wanted to volunteer if they wanted to come yeah absolutely they want to come and run we'll have hot chocolate sprouts usually just hot chocolate and cookies we have jim and nicks out there with their um amazing muffins and brunswick stew Uh, lenny's will be out there with cookies and sandwiches so bounce houses face painting you know dj so It'll be a really fun time. 
And I think it also brings awareness. 5Ks are not just a 5K, but it brings awareness to a community need. Absolutely. And then you also see other people are responding to that in kind of a healthy way. Because this is our Total Wellness Collaborative Podcast, right? right? Yes. <laughs> so it's kind of a healthy opportunity for parents to get out there, students to get out there to run for a good cause to help a community need. And generosity definitely is a source of strength and um, can can promote wellness and like you are giving back. So we appreciate the opportunity Absolutely. to have something like this in our community. Yeah, well, hopefully uh, we have a lot of people turn out and it'll be a wonderful weather day. So it's an afternoon race. You don't have to wake up really early. Uh, so it's a 3.30 start time. So Awesome. Okay, so that date again is? Saturday, December 7th, and it'll be at 3.30. You can get more information at comingjinglejog.info. Awesome. Okay. And they can also probably go to Forsyth County Community Connection website, right? Yes. That's forsyth.gafcp.org. Okay. And like myself, who's on social media, you can always type in search on Facebook. Absolutely. And type in coming Jingle Jog and the information link will be there. Absolutely. Thanks, Sarah. Well, thank you for having me. All right, everybody. Have a great day. We'd like to say thanks for our collaborative agencies and to United Way of Forsyth County for helping sponsor the podcast. Visit us at www.forsyth.k12.ga.us slash student support. The views in this forum are from the individuals of the panel and are used for community discussion purposes. To view Forsyth County Schools disclaimer, go to www.forsyth.k12.ga.us slash disclaimer.